You're tuned into the Her Royal Loudness podcast. This is episode three, and we're talking about how to bounce back from betrayal. Welcome to the Her Royal Loudness Empowerment Podcast with your girl, Tamika Hall. This is the podcast for women who grind with faith. Queen, you are royalty. And I'm your sister, your homegirl, you know that best friend that you hear before she ever enters the room? (laughs) Yes, I'm your purpose pusher. And I'm going to empower you to take control of your life, be stress-free, and baby, keep those edges tight. Bessie, together, we're going to slay the day. So, hey guys, this is your girl Tamika Hall here. And again, this is the third episode of Her Royal Loudness podcast. Now, as you know, Her Royal Loudness is what everybody at I Worship 96 uh, radio calls me because I'm just naturally loud. But the reason why I chose to name my podcast Her Royal Loudness is because I want to take eight minutes of your day to empower you to boldly take back your life to boldly walk in the royal priesthood that you have been born into. If you are a daughter of Christ, hello, right? That we've already been known that we we already know that we are part of a royal priesthood and you cannot be part of royalty and walking around with your head hanging low. And so what I'm doing is we are taking eight minutes of your day every week and we are combating issues and schisms that cause us not to uh, walk in our full purpose. And so today we're combating betrayal and we're talking about how to bounce back from betrayal. Now here's the thing, people say that time heals all wounds, right? I agree with that and I disagree with that. I think that over time the the pain of, of um of an action may decrease, but it doesn't take it all the way away. And I find that if you're not intentional about recovering from betrayal, it's going to be something that is going to replay in relationships and you'll have a difficult time forging healthy relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, uh, a relationship with a church. Yes, it happens even with those of us in the body of Christ. Church hurt is real. And if betrayal is anywhere in that, you're going to have a difficult time reconnecting. So I have seven tips for you on how to bounce back from betrayal. I'm just a couple of hours before jumping onto an airplane to leave Colorado and to jump back over to the East Coast. And uh, so, but I wanted to make sure that I came to you today and that we tackled the issue of betrayal. So here's the first thing that you got to do. You have to acknowledge how you feel. Listen, your heart is not made of steel. The reason why betrayal hurts so badly is because it comes from somebody that you know. It's somebody that you love. It's somebody that you've allowed yourself to be vulnerable to. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I have been crossed up by people. I've been double crossed by people that I really didn't know. And it made me angry. And I can't even lie. I wanted to bite somebody's face off. But I did not feel the same sting of betrayal that I've felt when it's been a family member that's turned their back on me or they've done me dirty, you know, or a friend who divulged a secret that I I never thought would be told to anybody. It doesn't hurt the same as being hurt, you know, having been hurt in the church, right? Being I've been ridiculed by people in the church before. And so that betrayal does betrayal does not feel the same as somebody who does not know you, right? Because if you don't know me, then you don't know what hurts me. You don't know what makes me vulnerable. You don't know what is going to trigger 
you know, a, a childhood memory <laughs> or an issue, right? But when you know me and you know all of those things and you choose to betray me anyway, that is where the sting comes from. So the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that you are hurt by it. Yes, you're hurt. Yes, you're angry. Listen, your heart is not made of steel. You are not Superman or Superwoman. You don't have to act like it doesn't hurt. Acknowledge that it hurts. The The, the faster that you acknowledge that, the easier it's going to be for you to heal, which leads me to number two. You have to be willing to heal. I mean, and it's 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 funny to say that you have to be willing to do that because I think for me, I used to always feel like healing was something that was only divine, right? I felt like only God was going to send me the healing and I never thought I had to actually do work toward healing. But I believe that you have to be willing to heal. You have to be intentional about wanting to heal, right? You have to be intentional about that thing. The beautiful thing about healing is that it changes your whole energy level. You'll find yourself super laser focused, right? So you've already acknowledged how you felt. You know, you know that you're hurt. You know that you're upset, but you want to heal from this thing, right? Your energy is going to shift. You're going to be super laser focused. It's got to be you and God. You got to make sure that your relationship is vertical because something has happened between this relationship that you had and it's hurtful. So you got to go to the person that can actually do something about that. And you have to be willing to heal and you have to be very intentional about seeking your healing. Turn your heart over to God in order for this to happen, right? So again, healing is going to change your energy. You're going to find yourself feeling joy when when you were angry. You'll find joy when you were hurt. And then eventually the joy is just going to replace the pain. It, it, it will do that. And you'll find yourself being healed. Not that you forget, right? But you'll be healed from it, right? You'll be able to move forward. This next one, number three, it's going to sound crazy, but... You got to understand it's not about you. Doesn't that sound crazy? It's not about you. Betrayal is not about you. And I know that it sounds crazy because betrayal is a super complicated thing, right? Because you're the victim of the betrayal. And so what makes it complicated is because, yes, you're the victim. And what we do when, we, when we've when we felt betrayed is we're saying to ourselves, man, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. What did I do wrong? Why would this person do this to me? Um, how could I have changed what happened. But guess what? When somebody betrays you, it is not your fault. They chose to betray you. They chose to be disloyal. So asking yourself questions like this, it's it's never going to really help you make sense of anything. And honestly, you may not ever make sense of why somebody chose to be disloyal. Sometimes people really are just jealous. You know, sometimes people thought they were doing the right thing. It just doesn't make sense, right? But you have to understand that it's not about you so that you can move beyond that and stop blaming yourself because we blame ourselves, right? So once you once you get past the fact that, look, this is really not about me. Yeah, I've experienced the hurt, but it's not about me. Then you'll be able to move forward. You'll be able to, number four, understand that your life is not over, okay? You're going to have other relationships besides this. If you've been hurt by the church, there are other churches that you will find that relate to you and they are accepting of you. I'm trying to tell you, I know from experience, I know what it's like to not feel accepted, but I know what it's like to be accepted. And I, and I have found acceptance in some of the the most unexpected places. So your life is not over, right? So not only are you going to heal from the betrayal, but 
it's possible if you open yourself up, you will find yourself in a better relationship on the other side. And the way you do that is by number five, you need to build a supportive community. A lot of times when we've been betrayed, our, our first reaction is to retreat. We retreat from everybody. We become angry. We're mean. We're nasty to people. But you got to be willing to connect with people that really do love you. Be willing to find a mentor or find a group that can help you get through this. It's very possible. You know, this is not the time for you to run around talking to everybody about your being betrayed. You don't necessarily need a, a yes section, right? You don't need an amen section. It's okay for you to talk to somebody and for that person to say, listen, okay, yeah, this wasn't right. It's not cool what, you know, what these people did to you. It's not cool what they did to you. But, okay, how can we move beyond that? Because you have life beyond that. And when you when you realize that there is life beyond that, then you will find the gift in betrayal. I told you that some of these tips were going to sound crazy. Is there a gift in being betrayed? I mean, yeah. At, at, at first glance, it's not going to feel like it. But sometimes there's a gift and you'll realize what the gift is later. I know for me, I found gift in different betrayals because it severed soul ties, right? A, you know, it severed relationships that I didn't have the strength to do on my own. Um, the pain of it did not feel good at all, but I was able to, uh, it forced me to move beyond a relationship that was toxic, right? Um, betrayal has allowed me to um, seek outside of my comfort zone, right? So a lot of times we don't grow unless we are put in a position where we're uncomfortable. And so unfortunately, betrayal for me has made me seek and go beyond my comfort zone. I have literally created companies because I've been betrayed by people that I thought were going to give me a leg up and they did not do that. And so I had to figure out how to get things done on my own. It turned out to be the best thing for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It turned out to be the best thing for me. I became a formidable businesswoman because I did not have support from the expected places. Because I was betrayed by the expected resources. Do you get what I'm saying? So it doesn't always feel good, but ultimately there can be a gift in betrayal, right? It sucks. It doesn't feel good. Let yourself feel it. Be intentional about moving beyond it. Because guess what? There's always light at the other end of the tunnel. The storm does not last always. It really does not last always. Every storm is going to run out of rain. Like there is there is not a place on this earth where it just rains incessantly forever and ever and ever. At some point, it runs out of rain. I don't care if it's just for a little bit. It will run out of rain. You will bounce back from this. And you, if you allow yourself to be intentional, if you allow yourself to not become bitter, there will be a gift in it at the end. Absolutely. And because you're able to discover the gift and you've been able to now refocus your path, right? Um, you've been able to walk in a different lane because sometimes when we're connected to people, it makes us veer off in different lanes. And so it's important sometimes for, you know, sometimes God needs us to be in our rightful place, right? And so sometimes the betrayal will cause us to to literally run toward our purpose because oftentimes when we're hurt, we run right toward God, right? And because you can find the gift in your betrayal, then you're able to forgive. And we hear it all the time, but it's true. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. But yes, it is a process. So it doesn't mean that 
you've been hurt today and you're expected to forgive tomorrow. I think that's crazy that people say that. That is that is completely unrealistic. I mean, I think God can do anything, but I think it's unrealistic to say to somebody, you should be over this and it's the next day. No, because there is pain there. So allow yourself to process, but also be intentional about forgiving. Ask God to help you with forgiveness. Ask God to help you with being healed, right? You know, sometimes our prayers are oftentimes like, God, let them see how they've been wrong. (laughs) Listen, I'm the first one to say that. I, I have prayed those things. Lord, let them see how they've been wrong. Let them see how they've wronged me, you know? And I've wanted them to feel the pain that I felt. I can't even lie. But when you're intentional about your healing, your prayers change. So you need to pray your, you need to change your prayer life. God, help me to heal from this. Lord, I am hurting. I've never experienced a hurt like this before. Lord, I know I was connected to people and I shouldn't have been connected to them. Or God, I knew that you wanted me to move and I didn't move, but God, please help me to heal from this. And Lord, replace my pain with joy. God, help me to forgive because God, I know that forgiveness is for me. Lord, help me to see the purpose in this pain. God, help me to find the gift in the betrayal. And you will find that there's going to be a joy that you never thought was going to be there. (laughs) I've experienced it. I've experienced it. I wouldn't be able to talk to you about this if I hadn't experienced it. You will find a joy that replaces the heartache. There's a joy that will replace the devastation. It will do that. But uh, those are the ways that you can bounce back from betrayal. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Her Royal Loudness Podcast. Listen, subscribe. If if you have not subscribed, you can subscribe everywhere. Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts. Man, we've been picked up everywhere. So this is great. But please subscribe, tag somebody in it. Let somebody know that they need to be listening. I took more than your eight minutes today, but I think this was a great Holy Ghost 14, 15 minutes, honey. It's all about the Holy Ghost. Uh, until next time, remember that you were created to make our famous. I love you. My name is Tamika Hall and I am out.